This is statewide news from Alaska Public Media. I'm Michael Finelli. A prominent Alaska oil and gas industry expert visited Soldotna last week for a lecture about the dire state of Alaska's natural gas market. KDLL's Riley Board was at the lecture, which balanced analysis, cynicism, and humor. Larry Persily doesn't believe the Alaska liquefied natural gas project will happen. And he thinks Alaska will probably need to import natural gas in the future. That was the thesis of his lecture, Gasonomics, delivered Thursday evening at Kenai Peninsula College. Persily, a longtime Alaska oil and gas observer and journalist, drew a full room for his lecture billed as an evening of, quote, blunt economics and humor on the state of natural gas. I haven't felt this popular in 20 years when one of my jobs at the Department of Revenue as Deputy Commissioner was to hear appeals on permanent fund dividend denials. <laughs> and people would turn out for that because they were hoping I was going to overturn the rejection. Persily has been a longtime critic of the AKLNG project, criticizing its high costs and unrealistic scope. The plan to build an 800-mile pipeline to bring natural gas from the North Slope to Nikiski, where it would be liquefied and shipped to buyers and used by state utilities, has been discussed for decades. In his lecture Thursday, Persley said the theory behind the project, that buyers in East Asia would want to purchase Alaska's natural gas, has proven false. Well, on the map, yeah. In theory, yes. And it turned out that way. He said Japan is taking in less gas as it uses more nuclear and renewable energy. South Korea isn't interested in the kind of long-term contracts the pipeline would need and sees options elsewhere in the world. And China, he said, gets their gas from Russia. Persley said a smaller but similar project in British Columbia has pre-existing infrastructure and more natural gas. Lots of gas. They've already built the pipe. They've built the plant. If there is enough demand in Asia... For North American gas, they can just expand a lot cheaper than we could ever do it. On top of the market conditions, Persley says another challenge will be federal authorization. Although AKLNG currently has construction authorization, it expires in 2030. There's no way, you know, even if there's a gift from heaven, they could have this thing in operation by 2030. He said by then, when operators would need to seek an extension, the political climate around fossil fuel projects will likely be even more hostile. But south-central Alaska is still staring down a natural gas shortage for its utilities. Gas producers have said they won't be able to fill contracts as development in Cook Inlet becomes more difficult and more expensive. One state-proposed solution has been incentivizing Cook Inlet production, which personally critiqued. He said tax credits offered over the years have only cost the state money, and not paid off in production. He says the reality is that Alaska will need to import natural gas. And he said he expects imports to come at a higher premium than the rail belt's current supply because of Alaska's relatively small needs. We're not going to be a big customer. We're not going to be the Walmart that can negotiate volume discounts. He said recent collaboration between utilities along the rail belt has been promising, especially as they work on developing renewables. A recent federal grant that will allow transmission of renewables throughout the rail belt will require a state match, but he's skeptical of whether that will happen fast enough. When asked about any other good news, Persily said luckily, spring training starts soon. In Soldotna, I'm Riley Board. This is Alaska Public Media.